Shop Girls on my talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. How are you today, mom? I'm just fine. It would be nice if the sun was out, but you know. We can't have everything, can we? No, we really can't um, have everything, especially when it comes to shopping right now. I'm actually putting the finishing touches. I was working on it this morning, and then I got interrupted by like having to do live radio, so I didn't have time to post it. But I'm working. I know it's really a hassle. (laughs) It is. Uh, I'm working on a story about you know why why things aren't back to normal with supply chain and why, you know, why there are just such delays on things like furniture and bicycles. I'm here to tell you some have improved because if you remember my refrigerator saga where I ordered a refrigerator in October. Yes. And I finally got it in a March and, and we and, should just make clear that you did have a refrigerator oh, yes. between. You weren't was, without a refrigerator no, 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 for no, the no, entire winter. No. Okay. no, thank goodness yes. we did have one. But um, it was because of the supply chain. And yeah. I know people who have ordered them recently and just gotten them right away. So things have improved some. In some categories. In yeah. some ca- categories they have. But the other thing that I've been noticing, and I'm so curious if other people have seen the same. I just, I don't know. I'm fine. You know, we keep talking about, like, are we going to want to get out of our sweatpants? Well, I can say personally that I do feel that familiar itch to, like, get a couple new things. Right? Like, I'm just sick of my stuff. Yes. New and- things. I understand what you're saying. I, when you say that, I have to say I saw a tweet from Reese Witherspoon, and she said, I really thought I had appendicitis, and then I realized I just put on a pair of pants with a waistband. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. I related to that because I the other day I actually did put on a pair of pants that had a button and zipper. Didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And it was that same kind of feeling that I've always had where I hate the fact that when you do have something like that on and then you put a T-shirt on and then you can see the button. Oh, I know you've you know? always had issues oh, with the I button visibility. Yeah. I know that's always been so your thing. Visibility. But I just, you know, like you just it's spring. You I want, want some, like I just yes. want like a couple cute new light sweaters or whatever, yeah. blouse, something, right? Yeah. And I get that. You know, and I'm thinking about a couple of like hybrid events that will actually be, you know, like well, you out have, in the world yeah. this summer and stuff like that. Anyway, so I did venture into uh, a couple of department stores this week oh. and some boutiques. I feel like the department stores could just sort of like close off half their space because they are so sparsely filled right now. And I'm talking, you know, I mean, Macy's North. I just feel like there's just not a lot of stuff. Like, it's very obvious that when it was time months ago for the buyers to, they were sort of hedging their bets and going real light and thinking we might all just keep our sweatpants on forever. I just and they I just don't order? feel like there's do much think, out there. Well, do you think they didn't order, or I mean, it's kind of you know just. Is I think it's everything. They didn't I order, think it's but the manufacturers weren't making the I things. Think everybody either. is just thinking more efficiently. You know what I mean? I do think there is sort of a reset and a recalibration of like, what do we really need? Do we really need you know fifty different red heels on the sales floor and you know 30 different skinny jeans or whatever you know i just think there's just less yeah and maybe yeah it just it just feels like there's not as many i don't know i I ventured in to anthropology 
I had not been in there. There, I felt like they sort of made their sales floor smaller too when I yeah, went in. Like there there's is just something less. That Are other seem people quite feeling this way? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you have a comment, but what did you? I, think? I guess you, wait. First of all, let's have a moment. You went to anthropology. Yeah, first time in. Uh, did they recognize you? No. <laughs> no, I didn't know anybody there. And, well, it's a little harder, too, with a mask on. Mm-hmm. But I had ordered a dress online, mm-hmm. thinking I was six feet tall. Mm. And I was only off by like a foot. Right. <laughs> so the problem was this dress, you know, was more than floor length. Mm-hmm. And I decided it was easier to go and return it, especially since I've had my vaccines and all of that. Yeah. So I was in there and... I was really disappointed because yeah. everything looked the same. Yeah, they It's like they picked two styles, one short, one totally. long dress, and they that's it. Yep. And I mean, nothing looked exciting or new. I couldn't find any reason to buy anything. I hear you. I feel so, the same way. And I, I'm, you know, I, I, I guess this week I'm, I'm not, you know, I felt I went to some of the bigger stores this week and I kind of circled the the malls and the chains. And yes, that's exactly how I felt. Now, I think that the boutiques might be a slightly different story. Yeah. Um, and I want to tell you about a couple because things are starting to open up new things opening. But first we have um, Anna on the line. Hi, Anna. Hi. Hi. Have you been out shopping? Um, yes, but, you know, I'm using different um, uh, uh, different outlets. So, like, uh, Facebook Marketplace, because people are s- selling uh, um, and getting rid of different items, you know, different things that they've had for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, a lot of people, like, <laughs> that are young like me, you know, I, I, I'm in their 30s, they want the the unique vintage thing yep. now that you can't buy in the stores. Right. Well, there's a huge and uptick so in the I resale market. I don't want market. to go to Macy's or JCPenney's yep. or Kohl's. Yeah. Right. You know, I want to buy those different things. Absolutely. Yeah. Really good point. Thanks for thanks for calling, Anna. I mean, I think she's right. First of all, I think we've been talking about I think there are a few things driving the resale market. One is more consciousness about sustainability. And and you're right. It's finding what you want. You you see or it's because you don't want to pay as much because it's you know, you want things that are different and more interesting. Um, Kirsten has a comment, too. Hi. Is it Kristen or Kirsten? Sorry. That's okay. It's Kirsten. Hi, Kirsten. Hi. Okay. So I went in the Marshalls, which I hadn't been in for a long time, but I wanted to get a couple things for work, new workout stuff because I'm getting back into the gym. So a little cuter things. And then I wanted to get some uh, dress capris for for summer and just dress clothes. Mm -hmm. What I found per your, what you're saying is they had, a whole ton of stuff, cute stuff for working out. I could not, I found maybe one pair of black dress pants. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's all, it's so all they, workout and kind of uh, stay around the house kind of clothes. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I could not, and I could not find any capris that weren't denim or mm. sandbags, you know? So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think it's just going to take a while. And I think, you know, look, th- there's been nothing typical or predictable about the way we've all shopped and what we've all and the way we've lived in the last right. year. And retailers are guessing and it might take a while for them to catch up. So good luck on the quest for those pants, Kirsten. <laughs> I feel you. <ya. laughs> Thanks for calling. Um, I guess the good news is we are seeing some new options, so that's always uh, refreshing. Um, of course, more momentum at Nolan Mains. Yeah, at they seem to be France. the spot. Scout is now open, which is actually a menswear store. Um, you might know it from St. Paul. They've been in St. Paul and been a popular local uh, destination for a few years now. And they've opened a second spot at Nolan Mains. But they also said that, you know, they they it's really for any gender. I mean, that while it started yeah. out as men, they've got a lot of gender neutral yes. um, merchandise. Yes, too. which is another big trend that you're seeing more yes. of. And then Mall of America, some really fun news. So we've told we've talked about Community Commons, which is the, you know, a, an initiative from Mall of America that they started last year to really it started as offering temporary space to so many retailers that might have lost their spaces along right. Lake Street that were really hitting on hard times because of um you know r- r- racial protests that went on in the city last summer because of you know for lots of different factors or maybe they were downtown and had no traffic so they opened up space to a lot of local um BIPOC owned retailers and it's gone so well that a couple of them have now opened stores of their own. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. Um, for the love number four, the love um, is now open in its own space. And fa- I was trying to get Dave to call in today, but he was so slammed hmm. with, with business of getting open yesterday that he couldn't. He also had one of his hoodies featured in GQ, British GQ. Oh, this month. So that's good, good for him. What, is, I mean, what kind of store is it? I don't know it's, that store. Uh, it's sweatshirts and, and I mean, it's, it's an apparel line. It's for men's man apparel and it's hoodies and, and t-shirts and a lot of graphics and yeah, very yeah. cool, very positive message. And um, Fabulous Diva, who we talked to when she opened at Community right. Commons last fall, has opened a store of her own as well. And it's great to see Mall of America supporting and working yeah. with these smaller stores. Kind of the same approach that Nolan Mains is taking, frankly, which is, you know, let's make this feasible for locals. Maybe sure. it means a shorter term lease. Maybe it means, you know, helping them with construction, but let's get them open. Meanwhile, Community Commons at Mall of America has reset itself with a fresh mix of new um New vendors, they're all local, they're all minority owned, um, and it's everything from gifts and, um, you know, beauty items, wellness products, sweatshirts, hoodies, clothing, gifts. It's kind of everything under the sun. That's great. So um, stop in there if you're at the Mall of America. When we get back, Target made a big pledge this week, and Old Navy is taking cues from a first. Grader. That's next on Shop Girls. Oh, 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 oh.
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. Hope your weekend is off to a great start. Um, in Target news this week, I feel like we need like a Target segment. There's always something to report one, from yes. them. There's um, always something. Well, first of all, they are now vaccinating their own employees, all their frontline workers, um, warehouse workers. They are they're getting them all vaccinated great. internally, which is yeah, really nice. I think we'll see more companies doing that. I know some restaurants have been able to do that, but I mean, Target is, you know, we're talking like thousands and thousands um, that they're vaccinating yeah. over the, the next twins did weeks. it too. Did they? Yes. With all the players? Yeah. They actually, they did the Johnson and Johnson. So it was just one day because mm-hmm. they played Thursday and yep. they had an off day yesterday. So they did it after so that in case anyone had any issues. Mm. That was smart. Very so, smart. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Um, meanwhile, Target made another big announcement this week that they plan to spend $2 billion, that's yeah. billion with a B, dollars. They are pledging $2 billion on black-owned suppliers. Um, and that, that means a company that is uh, at least 51% owned or controlled by black individuals um, by 2025. That's yep. everything from, you know, kind of behind the scenes things that are not very sexy, you know, yeah. working with, you know, it might be the paper towels in the bathrooms <laughs> um, to products but on the shelves that, yeah. you know, they're going and they, they say they're adding um, products from at least 500 black owned companies you're going to see more and more of that in the coming uh, months and years and you know already if you look at their site and you look under um, their initiatives and you look under beauty I mean the number of and they were doing this you know even before I feel like but right but I mean just all of the um, beauty products I feel like that's a big category and um, and I think we're just going to see more and more of that happening so that's wonderful yeah, kind of a, a a cool leadership move. Of course, they are of the scale that they can do that. And Absolutely. so using their power for good. Um, I love, love, loved this story about <laughs> Old Navy. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how things go viral. Isn't yes. It? It, well, and I mean, as well this should. So yes. a first grader from Arkansas, her yep. name is Cameron Gardner. She goes to Evening Star Elementary School in Bentonville, Arkansas. She wrote a letter to Old Navy and asked them if they would please make jeans with real pockets, just like for, the ones right. for boys. Yeah, for girls. Because I mean, it, I don't blame her. Who wants jeans that don't have pockets? No, and I mean, she said she doesn't like the fake ones, yes. and she thanked them for reading her request. She, she literally said, Dear Old Navy, I do not <laughs> like that the front pockets of the girls' jeans are fake. I want front pockets because I want to put my hands in them. I would also like to put things in them. She wrote it on like, you know, picture, you know, like those wide line, right. you know, like the blue books that you used to get yes. in school. That's how she wrote it. And she corrected some things. She signed it with her name, Cameron Gardner, age seven. And <laughs> Old what? Navy responded. Yes. They got back to her with a note saying that they plan to make the new products and they actually sent her two pairs of jeans and jean shorts with real pockets in them because we have to give old navy you know some credit too because they said they do offer a few styles currently yeah um that 
have pockets. They in their straight, their boot cut, and their jegging styles. Uh-huh. But they, you know, took that into consideration, and they sent her shorts, and she loved the shorts because they had little daisies on them. Uh-huh. So I, you know. But it just shows, and I can remember this from the time you kids, you and your brother were young and old. It, you remember when you were young? Mm, oh, barely. No, it's yeah. kind of hard to <laughs> But, you know, I think whenever, and I still believe this, whenever you have a problem or there's something you feel strongly about, let the person or let the company know. Maybe you won't get anywhere, but you never know. Mm-hmm. And very and do often, it nicely. Oh, Kindness absolutely. goes a long way. Yes, absolutely. He just was writing to them with a suggestion. Right. She it, told them why. She wants to put her hands in her pockets. And I'm with Cameron. It's reasonable. Yes. Her, it was an absolute reasonable yeah. request. I mean, obviously a great PR moment for Old Navy. I'm sure, you know, they're the ones who fed this to People Magazine. But oh, I'm sure. But super cute. And they wrote Cameron a, a nice note. And I mean, what a great, she'll totally remember that. And the fact that you can make a difference by Absolutely. speaking up. Absolutely. Such a cute story. I love that they did that. And and how ridiculous. Why wouldn't they have pockets in as many girls' jeans as boys? I'm guessing it's because, in, I don't know about little girls, but I'm guessing that the idea is that if it's going to lay flatter and give you a slimmer look mm. if there are no pockets. I mean, that's what I'm just thinking, that that might know. be the idea and that, you know, because well, they yeah, have I mean, the I idea s- that women want it to give them as slim a look as they can. And if there's pockets... Okay, I don't think we're worrying about slim looks with seven-year-olds. Well, but I do think no, there probably I, are more, like, stretchy jeans for girls. Maybe that's it, that it's Yeah, more... but also, if maybe they just figure that's how they make the adult ones, so that's how we'll make the kids ones. Maybe they didn't think about it. Maybe. Just saying. Okay. It's possible. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, so we, I feel like we had a, we had a story about Dick Sporting Goods just recently. I can't remember what that one was, but here's another. I don't remember here's which another. one it was. They are now, oh, I know what it was. It was that they were expanding the men's apparel. They're sort of doing oh. a new men's line to compete with Lululemon. And right. Grant Whitaker was supposed to go try it on and report back he to He didn't us. report back. I haven't heard back yet. Maybe he's still there. I, he might be <laughs> trying on the joggers. Yeah. I think he's probably disappointed because they didn't have enough sparkle in the men's oh. uh, jogger. Options. I don't know. No leopard print? What do you mean? Um, but anyway, we love you, Grant. Um, now, Dick Sporting Goods is de- debuting a new experiential concept store. And I think, you know, this is, we're starting to see, you know, stores coming back yep. and experiences coming back That's and people getting out. Right. To me, it looks a lot like REI with a climbing wall. Well, but they've got so much more. It's, it's going to be called the House of Sport. Yeah, And the first one's in New York, but they are going to roll them out. But they are going to have, um, it's 17,000 square feet. Yeah, batting field, cage. running track, yeah. rock climbing, batting oh, cage. Yeah, just your of kind of place, Mom. Can't oh, wait. I can't wait. I'm heading out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more Shop Girls after this. on my talk 1071 I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony mom yes. uh, are you going to be buying any vans sneakers you like sneakers I do like sneakers mm-hmm. um what if they had bagels on them 
Oh, then would you want them? Can I the taste sneakers? <laughs> It doesn't come with the bangle. It's just a picture. You can't eat them. Well, you, I, you know, I mean, it's a possibility. Vans has always done a lot of collaborations. Yeah. This one, less obvious than some. Uh, Vans' latest team up is with Zabar's the uh, famous Upper West Side grocery store from New York. And the sneakers have the van slip-ons. They have pictures of... All the uh, food you want. Yeah. That, that you would Coffee, get there. Coffee, croissants, the... Um, Smoked salmon, <laughs> bagels, cheese, black and white cookies it's that all they're there. known for. All there on your shoes. But, it's a <laughs> but the, the good thing is they've been doing this for a while. They, in, they started in 2020. Um, with an effort that they call Foot the Bill. Yeah. And they give financial support to community-driven small businesses. Mm-hmm. And last year, they sold twenty over close to 21,000 pairs of vans across the globe. They raised over $4 million. Hmm. And they also did a T-shirt uh, from Zabar's, but that they've sold out already. Yeah. Um, but this is, you know, they brought this out in March again, and um, I'm sure that they're going to sell out on the vans as well. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a cute idea. It is cute. I mean, I, the whole concept of supporting smaller um, restaurants and, and retailers is is a fun one, and if you're a, a super fan of them or some other brand, it's a, it's a great way to kind of show your local pride, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, then... Uh, H&M. Yeah. H&M, which has uh, long... a lot of issues. Oh, they always have issues, but don't they? they? Are they open... Where are they open here? They closed at Southdale. Yeah. Which, uh, they did. Yeah. They, I mean, obviously, Mall of America, Ridgedale, Rosedale. Um, Why I do think you think Uptown they closed is at still... Southdale, then? I mean, isn't, I mean, well, I guess I know the answer to that. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, uh, look, they had announced that they were closing a certain number of stores and I'm sure they went through all of their list. I mean, yeah, it does not speak highly of Southdale. No, that's the sad part. Yeah. But they, but they're really big right now into their innovation stories. This is their whole new concept. Mm -hmm. And their first collection is called the Science Story. And all of the clothing is created from natural and recycled materials. Um, and some of the clothing contains things I just can't even imagine how you do this. Because like what? Obviously, I don't know how to make um, yarn and all. But I mean, can you even sew a button? Yes, I can. How <laughs> dare you? Who do you think sewed the buttons on your clothes when you were growing up? I thought Dad did. <gasps> Are you kidding? No, no that's your uncle oh. who's good at that. Okay. No, I, All right, I'm little family quite history handy there. at that. Okay. Anyway, so it can the new collection contains EVO by Volgar, which is a yarn that comes from castor oil. Okay. Or deserto, which is a leather alternative. Yeah. That they use they they create it using. Uh, cactus plants. Every time you hear one of these like crazy things that is being used to like you just wonder like who comes up with this? Right. Who thought like I'm going to try taking a cactus yeah, and, make and yarn see if I could make a shirt. See you that's know? what I don't understand. I really don't. I mean yeah. where do you come up with that idea? Mm-hmm. But anyway they are hoping the company says that they plan to use 30% of recycled materials 
by 2025. Mm-hmm. So I mean, know. part of the criticism of H&M, H&M has been try, had sort of a, a green division or, you know, a certain number of right. like eco-friendly goods yep. for a while. That that idea isn't new to them. But the criticism has been great. So, you know, five, 10 percent of what you're putting out there is from recycled materials. What about the rest of it? What about the 90 percent that's yeah, all, that you know, fast fashion made in, you know, um, factories where people aren't being treated well, yep. going into landfills. So it's it's a little is it just PR or is it really uh, you know, a concerted effort to well, make change. I guess you'd like to think that they're trying. I mean, I think companies are certainly aware of the need to do this. Yeah. And so, you know, but if it is interesting efforts. They they get they get a huge amount of publicity every time they do it. Every time they make any sort of green, you know, clothing announcement, they they get a big wave of But press. I wish we could find somebody who could tell us what made them think that castor oil would turn into <laughs> yarn. I, I mean, know. I just don't, I can't get Better my... Better than having to swallow it, right? Oh, well, yes, but I just can't get my head around how you even begin to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can't be in liquid form, right? You've got to do something first. If anybody knows out there how to do these things... <laughs> well, maybe we'll find we some sort of product design. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's, that is a, that's an actual job where people are, you know, they study materials and try to look for alternate, um, you know... Uh, fabrics and and how can you make things in a sustainable way? I guess that's a job. It's just not it, going to be your. It's job. not going to be my job. Not no, I'm not. I, I would not be qualified for that. No. Um. But you know what I am qualified for? What I'm qualified for telling you what has been happening among the teen market. It's very interesting because you're so you know, in touch with the teens. I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, they certainly care about sustainability, and H&M they do. knows that, and it, so they better and it's, watch out, it's and they're made, smart shoppers. Right. It's it's making a difference in things. So every year, there is a, a study to see, you know, what products the teens like the most and all. Mm-hmm. And Nike is always number one, it seems to be. It, it's been that way for a decade, mm-hmm. and by a lot. They are number one, um, which also goes a long way to explain their confidence in pulling out of some retailers, which we talked about. Right. You know, and going direct to consumer because, uh, you know, a young customer thinks nothing of ordering direct. Right. And, and they don't care about going to any store. They just they know they want Nike so mm-hmm. they can get them directly. Yep. Under Armour is gaining a little bit. But, In terms of popularity yes. among teens. Yeah. Yeah. But not quite. The same. Um, among the other things that they really like, second place is the 90s are the retro focus. That's what they're looking for. Uh, the 90s looks baggy pants and crop tops. Mm-hmm. Imagine having never done that the first time around. <laughs> wow. Well, this is something new, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and leggings and specifically Lululemon leggings mm. are important. Mm-hmm. Um, jeans are important and mom jeans mm-hmm. ranked third yeah. and ripped it's jeans very they're very eight. cool and novel when you're not a mom i guess <laughs> right. they can find fault with you when you're wearing them as a mom yeah and yet it's okay for them to wear them yeah um so yeah i thought that was very interesting there was a couple other things that oh they also the the survey was was given the, the average age of the uh kids taking the survey was a little over 16 years of age mm-hmm. their favorite pain method venmo cash really yep 
Who has cash? 16-year-olds, apparently, because they get it mainly from their parents. The second is Apple Pay. Yeah. And Venmo is their favorite payment app. Yeah. But they still use cash more. Hmm. So, um, and of course, obviously, the pandemic has made a difference in, you know, how they're spending and how much they're spending. But it was, um, wait, I was going to tell you this one thing. Oh, they, they remain dependent on their parents for 61% of their discretionary spending. Mm-hmm. So that, Rosal, that shouldn't come as a shock to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> their hands are always out, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, it's kind of interesting, but the, uh, the, Love of of Nike just never seems to change. Right. When I was at Mall of America last week, I would say, you know, a lot of uh, stores are obviously still controlling the number of people that come in. Um, For many, it's not much of a problem. (laughs) You expect to see lines at Apple. Yeah. Um, That's always the case. But Nike had one of the longest lines that I saw people waiting to get into that Nike store. Yeah. That's really interesting. We just went home and ordered online. Well, it's easier. Mm-hmm. The, the, they um, ended this survey, the story about the survey, by saying just what we had been talking about earlier, that Gen Z is unique in that they definitely care more about social justice and the environment versus former generations. Yeah. So that's a good thing that we can hope just continues. Yes. And then there's Cardi B. Yeah, <laughs> who is starting early with her two-year-old daughter, Culture. She's doing her part for the economy. She certainly is. She went on a $26,000 shopping spree this week. Have you ever for done that? Ki- oh, all the time. I do it all the time. You never did that for me, Mom. No, I know. I was a bad <laughs> mother. Yes. Yeah. This was all spent on her daughter. Yeah. What, not, she didn't buy anything for herself. She's two years old. Yeah. But first of all, you know how long these clothes are going to fit her. Right. 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 So among the purchases, I mean, think about it. What would you buy your two year old for twenty six thousand dollars? Well, in one day, you have to buy designer handbags. Could you even spend that much? If I'm you and, and I'm not talking gear, you're not yeah. buying toys, you're no, not no, buying no. strollers. Yes. She bought her a new Dior handbag. As every two-year-old should have. Well, I mean, she probably has a lot. She probably carries her pacifier. <laughs> she bought her Chanel earrings. Yes. Um, and then uh, a leopard print um, kind of a vest. Yeah. Um, she got some jumpers and flared jeans. And Yeah, she said um, she didn't buy anything oh, for Oh, and herself. Ugg boots. Ugg boots. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I mean, I know that she's supposed to be worth like over 80 million dollars. Yeah. And I suppose if that makes you happy and you want to spend your money that way, seems a little excessive. I don't think her. Of course, I don't know who her little friends are. Culture's friends. Yes. But maybe they all dress this way. Um, I don't know. I don't know. She just, you know, she pent up demand. She went a little crazy, she said. And then she celebrated, of course, on social media, because is it even a shopping spree (laughs) if you don't post it? No. When we get back, some celebrity looks, picks, pans. It's all part of whose look is it anyway. That's next on Shop Girls. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and thanks to Wendy for listening. She tweeted me. She heard us saying earlier that uh, Target is now vaccinating all of their employees and wanted to make sure we knew that Walmart is doing the same. They've been doing it for a few weeks now. And they also recently added 16 to 18 year olds. So that's oh, great. That's great. And it's good to see businesses, um, you know, stepping up and taking care of it and getting it done. Absolutely. As quickly as possible. Well, it is that time in the show where we take a look at the trends, analyze them from every angle, and say, whose look is it anyway? Give me she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? was only a matter of time happens to every first lady everyone has an opinion most people have some sort of criticism yeah that's true and yet you know i mean they've got to find something better to pick on although i i want to get your take on this because um jill biden was exiting the plane Mm -hmm. um on easter and she was wearing a pair of floral fishnet tights she had on a completely uh, complete black ensemble booties with the with the tights, mm-hmm. leather skirt and blazer. And Glamour magazine had a funny line. They said it was like a fashionable New Yorker going through a Betsy Johnson phase. <laughs> but we mean it in the best possible way. Um, what was your feeling about the look? Um, I mean, you know, I thought she looked. I mean, she looks kind of rock and roll. You would never think, oh, first lady. But then who's to say, right? I mean, Melania was high fashion and, you know, was always wearing designers. And, you know, Michelle Obama, you know, remember how everybody just freaked out when she wore a sleeveless top? Oh, my God. The first lady has arms. (laughs) And really good ones, too. And it was for her official portrait. And they were were just shocking. I I don't know. I mean, I, I guess... I mean, one of the questions and one of the things that we, you know, I mean, I I don't think we should put age limits on anything. Would you wear uh, an above the knee skirt with fishnets? See, okay, here's the whole thing. Okay. I think, you know, I mean, did she look nice? Yes, she looked nice. Mm -hmm. I don't like fishnet stockings. I just don't like that look. So it's not, you know, that I think she did anything wrong. I just wouldn't like it for me. Yeah. And I... But do you think she looked like she was trying to dress too young? No, I don't really think she was looked like she was trying. And, and it I was, don't either. And know, I think I mean she had booties on, high heeled booties. I mean, and the truth right, is, it was, a, it was a very classic outfit. Otherwise, I find fishnets to be a good in between compromise when you don't want to have bare legs, but you yeah. don't want to wear like thick, opaque right. tights. Right. It's a great, and I'm guessing that you know, I mean, she was well covered up. I, I think it's perfectly fine. I mean, tw- Twitter went crazy, and of course. It was. It became a political thing. You know, people on the right, you know, found so much fault. Mm-hmm. But then there was a wonderful um, tweet that said, "It's Doctor Flotus, Jill Biden, to you, and she can wear what she wants, <laughs> and that she was rocking those fishnets and booties." Yeah. But you know, she's she has a lot of fun. I think 
in her clothes as well as in other ways. And they were saying she's a real prankster. And on that flight earlier, she had dressed up, up like a flight attendant. She had put a black wig on and even a name tag that said Jasmine and a, a whole uniform uh-huh. and brought Dove ice cream bars out to the press. And they had no idea that it was her. And it was on April Fool's Day. And when she finished, as she went back. That couldn't have been the same flight. I thought this was just. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, that, a lot ha- that was a busy flight. Well, you know. A lot, <laughs> a lot of time on your hands when you're up there. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, you know, they talked about the fact on Valentine's Day, she was in a pastel pink coat when she went shopping for mm-hmm. candy and all. And everyone said, you know, they loved that she had a blue scrunchie. In her ponytail, yeah. so, you know. I imagine mean, that she's just a real person. She's a person. Right. Imagine that. Yes. Are. Sometimes crazy. you need to wear a scrunchie. I mean, yeah. I live for the day where you know it isn't national news that you know a woman in power just dresses like herself and doesn't have to you know subscribe to a certain right. uniform. Well, all right, but let's talk for a minute. What do you think? I mean, like about uh, Vice President Harris. Uh huh. Ever since she became vice president, I have not seen her in anything except a power suit and blouse. Because I think she doesn't want to, she, she doesn't want people talking about her clothes. She wants the focus to be on I wonder if you think that really is. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean, but she hasn't worn a dress once. I mean, Are you sure? Have, have you seen every single... Your, she your, calls your, me every morning. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we go over, go over the outfit. Outfit, of the day. Uh-huh. outfit of the day. I mean, I just saw her official picture, her uh-huh. official portrait, excuse me. And it's beautiful and she looks lovely and her hair looks so good. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you can be official and still, you know, like clothes. I haven't seen I, it. What she... I mean, I assume it's, it's a suit. You know, I mean, all different color, but, you know, the, the blazer mm-hmm. jacket and usually she, she's got some kind of pearl necklace and... Mm-hmm a shell under and um, not a wide pant, but, you know, and and a pump. Uh, I mean, I think that she doesn't want to think about it herself. I think that she is under so much, you know, scrutiny and attention. She just wants to focus on the work. And so she's I I think that's I don't know. Maybe it'll change as as the days go on. Certainly Lizzo is not taking that same approach. No. No, you've noticed that. Yes. Uh, Lizzo is um, basically, Lizzo almost shows everything all the time. She loves her body. She does. And God bless her for it. Yes. And I mean, she lets everybody else love her body as well. You've Um, heard of showing a little cleavage. Yeah. Generally, this is something that happens on the front, mm-hmm. but Lizzo is doing it on the posterior, yeah. wearing a dress with a cutout to show some butt Her butt crack. <laughs> what she's showing. <laughs> butt cleavage is the new term, Mom. Oh, well, okay. Um, she has good-looking shoes on. I like her heels. Yes. They're orange. The dress is like a purple. And... Um, it's cut on the sides. It's just sort of lacy or see-through on the sides mm-hmm. as well. Was she wearing this for a particular? Was this for obviously for a photo shoot? But I mean, was it just for because it was Tuesday, or was I this think. for like an album? Or do no, we know? I well, oh, she actually went to the Lakers game oh, in this. Well, of course, of and, course, yeah, yes. And she was on CBS this morning and said she really doesn't care what people think about the way she dresses. Yeah. She said she stays She's, in her own positive bubble. Uh-huh. And, you know, good for her. Yeah. 
yeah, it's for them to express and for me to choose if I listen or not. So yeah. that's a great role model. Um, I always wonder, like, did she say to her stylist, you know, I would really like to show off a little a little butt cleavage today. <laughs> Maybe she found game. it on her own. Get me right. Like, I mean, I just was this made for her. These are the questions. If only we knew the answers. We don't. But we will take your questions after the news. So stay tuned. More Shop Girls coming up after the break. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. (sighs) Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select a request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.